Yeah. And that's it. Is it a new cup every for for actual sports these days? It's yeah. a new cup yeah. every time, right? They don't just get yeah. back the cup at the end. It's a replica of the last year's cup or a version. They of keep the like cup. an official one, and they put the winners on the names of the winners on on the on the, like, on the placard, oh, and then you get a you get a replica to take home. A replica, yeah, <laughs> a replica. Souvenir. Yeah. Well, you, know, you keep the real one for a while. But, um, <laughs> when you lose it, they, they give. They give they pass it. It. We'll see about that. <laughs> and it's no tiny cup. It is not tiny. That must be some Greco-Roman basis for it. It's got to be something. He's got. And we hold it to this day. Isn't it crazy how those things uh, go through time? We went to. You know what? I don't. I, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to admit I don't go to the museum just on, on my own. Like, I, I might see something and be like, huh, that's interesting, but I'm probably not going to go. But my daughter insisted on going to see the Pompeii exhibit. She's been asking since it, it uh, came to town. Wanted to see Pompeii. So we finally went before it, it left town. And it was actually pretty interesting to see the number of things that were preserved that they were able to find and um, have on display is... is um, as uh you know evidence of of life lived and uh, were, were there any good cups uh, i was thinking about that when y'all said it no but they had a bad ass uh 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 frying pan <laughs> uh, <laughs> cast iron yeah, they cast, i got a photo i took a picture of that i was like this mm-hmm. looks like this could fry some really good chicken. <laughs> and it is in that display. It is in I guess display. we could fight to the death for that. But if, I, would fight for, I would fight for a good, well-seasoned <laughs> cast iron. That's, that's well-seasoned. <laughs> you can only you use it a few times when you, right when you get it. Yeah. And then you got to give it back and they'll give you a replica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Season it yourself. No. <laughs> I want it for the seasoning. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, Benita. Uh, hey, Cicely. Yeah. How's it going? I don't know where John went, but you guys have tuned into the Can't Tell Us Nothing show. Let me get in frame here. Tuned into the Can't Tell Us Nothing show. Everybody, thank you for joining. Can't Tell Us Nothing, an improv group out of Houston, Texas. H-Town Tejas. Hey, John. Uh, we're an improv group who lives there, and uh, we perform here, and we do this show where we have uh, opinions, discussion topics, turn into improv scenes right on the spot, right in front of your eyes. We just make them up. We have no idea. We let the conversation inspire the art and the hilarity, and also your comments. Feel free to leave comments throughout the show. Uh, we try to shout out them when we see them. And that's it. Yeah. Okay. We can... Uh... Shout out to John's internet provider. Yeah, what's going on? Is your provider? Uh, I believe it's AT and T. Oh, I can't say nothing about him. Shout out to I have. Yeah, I have them too. If I start blasting them, (laughs) I might go fuzzy like you. About to get throttled. Something. You ever notice that, like, whenever I mention a brand name or I'm complaining about a brand name on the phone, like the, the call just drops. I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> 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 AT and T, they know I'm talking about them." 
<laughs> they had that kind of power. Look at John. Just froze. Look at that. John. Why is the time jumping so fast? John is in a time warp. Look at the time. Did you see that? You see how fast? (laughs) Oh, those are seconds. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't see it. It looks normal to me. I've never paid attention to it before. I thought I I know the The numbers move. (laughs) Yes, they do, Cadillac. Pay attention. <laughs> well, why John short sort that out? Uh, people in the chat, how's it going? How's your day been? Thank you for tuning in and hanging out with us. My day's been pretty good, pretty good in the midst of a move. I'm actually uh, still here in my house uh, that I got before the move, right? Oh, the original. Um, kind of the, the original, yeah, kind of getting okay. out the last bits and bobs. And one of those is this because. AT&T won't come out until tomorrow to install internet into my new house. <laughs> so, yeah. AT&T, if you're listening, I've said nothing. <laughs> if, I, if I go fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> they did it, I'm telling you. Man. You gotta be careful what you say, yeah. So I like, put they name one of the, my neighbor got, his tree got struck by lightning. Um, and ever since that happened, my internet has been trashed, literally right across the street. It's tree. I woke up one day and I remember the thunder and lightning. Never thought it struck right across, right? You always feel like it strikes right across the street. His tree is literally dead. Like it was a beautiful, luscious tree. And I went outside the next morning. All the leaves were brown. Like wow. everything brown, brown. Never seen anything like it. And um, so, yeah. And he was like out like getting ready to cry. Like they like people out here love their trees. So he was like, he was devastated, you know. But you know, oh, that tree is time, I guess. Yeah. So that for some reason <laughs> after that, my internet ATT's been bad. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. There it is. Where was I? Oh, I was reading something about a <laughs> plantation in Louisiana. I think it was a post. I don't know. I don't think I follow them, but you know how you get those weird ads. Anyway, it was a plantation there that uh, was assuring all of the uh, all of its um, its uh, well wishers and supporters that you know we know the, the the storm wrecked some havoc on the land, but they'll be up and running. You know, once again. They, uh, you know, some of the trees were downed, but they were able to, you know, not all of them. And it's still, they're going to be able to get back to things looking the same. And I remember some somebody asked, like, what about the, the such and such and such tree? And they're like, that tree made it through. And I was like, you remember the type of tree of, of the millions <laughs> of trees out there? You recall one particular one and you wanted to check on its, <laughs> its status? First off, that's a plantation. That's sick. Second, you remember the tree from over there? Anyway, that tree barely made it through. Yeah, yeah. Just touch and go for a while. (laughs) (laughs) The first, the first four hundred years, it was mighty damn strong. (laughs) This last winter, just could not make it through. Um, (sighs) But yeah, they love their trees out here. They love them um, big time. Big time. Mm-hmm. How do you know? 
How you know they love them? They will tell you about them. They ask you about your tree. <laughs> you know, like, you know you love trees. You ask somebody about their stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. They, they even have an HOA. You have to have three trees on yeah. your property. Mm -hmm. But do guys tree struck by lightning? I was like, Brett, what's going on, man? You only got two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you like, don't count, it's dead. That don't count, bro. <laughs> I pull that thing up. I need another tree in the it's next couple of weeks, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Asking me about my trees. Get your trees shit together. You better, you better secure your trees. I we we uh, we cut to <laughs> someone knocking on John's door <laughs> one day. Hey John. Hey. 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 Sorry, yeah, man. Antoine. You know, remember me from the HOA? Yeah, um, Antoine. sorry, sorry, Antoine. Uh, no, no, I'm I'm sorry because I feel like. <sighs> This is this is a weird accusation to make. I'll admit, but I, we in, at the HOA have been talking. We think that you've been faking the life of one of your trees. You know, you require three trees to live in our beautiful neighborhood, and we all knew that one of those trees was on its last limb. If you don't mind the pun, mm -hmm. uh, but then I couldn't help but notice it's become greener. Um, and I see you've gotten green paint uh, sitting in your garage. And, uh, you know, we just put two and two together. So I just wanted to, to confront you about it, see if you'd like to explain yourself. Um, <clears throat> your name was Antoine again? That's, yeah. An HOA. yeah. Mm -hmm. You were the guy that uh, was, like, really strict about how many donuts you can eat at the meeting. I, I just want everybody to have some. You know, yeah. you don't want anybody um, to go without. I, I don't want to explain anything to you. Um, I feel uncomfortable right now that you know so much of my personal information or at least seem to want to know instead of, you know, paying attention to your own house. You know, you know what's in my garage. Like, Come on, man. I don't, do I know what's in your bathroom? I don't think so. But they well, you know, it's, the, it's right? the HOA. It's the HOA. That's our responsibility is to make sure that the houses in this neighborhood are upkept. Well, uh, and part of that is making sure you have the regulated amount of trees that are alive on your front yard. Look, when my tree got hit by that big ass boat, I told y'all I can bring it back to where it needs to be. It you did sounds say like y'all don't believe in the type of work and nurturing I've done to this tree. And how you know, if anything, right? You saw green paint, right? I didn't paint the whole tree green. But you did paint part of it? Hmm? Hmm? I'm no, sorry was... to interrupt you guys. Uh, excuse me. Uh, here, got your uh, UPS package here, Mr. John, if you just signed. You. Yeah, oh, we, we don't get too many orders for uh, just acorns. Um, hmm. And uh, oh, and we didn't, hmm. we, we, we couldn't find the, uh, the little Velcro attachments that you, that you ordered as well. Yeah. Um, yep. I think I think Amazon. That's cool. Don't you don't got it. No, you don't, yeah, you don't need to worry about it. Just okay. Get well, out of here. I'm sure you got other stuff. You guys you have a great day. I see you later. Wow. Man, I love the EPS people in our neighborhood. 
Acorn salad is delicious, bro. Is that what that's time. for? I've never heard of acorn salad. I'd love to try some. I've never. If you're about to make it, and HOA being investigating people's garages, either you know that's pretty wild too. But acorn salad seems a little bit more less threatening, you know. Well, no one's really being threatened, but I really want to say that we've got our eye on you. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you get back to your evening. But we're watching, okay? You're watching me. We're, we're watching the whole neighborhood. You're watching the whole neighborhood. Watching the whole neighborhood, and you're in it. You know, <laughs> you're right here in the neighborhood with your two and a half trees. So uh, we're just keeping an eye on you. I believe that's three trees, right? That tree is still in the ground. It still has leaves on it. Doesn't matter what color the leaves are; it's still there. If it was dead, I feel like, you know, I couldn't lean on it like this. You know. <laughs> If it was dead, right? The tree <laughs> shifted a little bit when you did that. I mean, it's the... a flexible tree. I mean, that's what you want, right? You want a tree that has some give and take. If it's real straight up and down, it's just going to snap like a bone. You know I mean, you never saw that in a tree? We, we cut to the uh, HOA meeting later that night. This guy will not break. We got to do something. I know that tree is dead. Okay. We all know that tree. Flexible trees stands. Yeah, it, it goes in against everything we know about trees, or at least mature trees. And I know exactly about mature trees. Yeah, that's not some sort of skinny palm tree, at right? That's, this is this is a herbivorous red oak. That's it. It's a mighty oak. Mighty. And now, now it's like leaning into my yard. So I've got three and a half trees. I I don't know. I I have too many trees. That's too many trees. That's too many trees. You need some new trees. You're gonna have leaves drop all over your yard, and it's gonna be a hazard. Yeah, but it, you know, it's not my fault. It's it's John's fault. So, well, what, we all know the slogan of our HOA, Amici. Yeah, yeah, we we, we do. What you want to repeat happens, it? Happens, yeah. yeah. What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? Yard. That's yep, it. that's it. Yeah, that's right. So. It's, it's very so, vague. We'll cut of interpretations, but that, that's well, okay. Well, I mean, so you more than anyone mm-hmm. seems to be that have some sort of motivation to make sure that John is brought to task here. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Can we count yeah, on I mean, you? Uh, yeah, you can count on me. I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get that tree back on his side of the fence. Good. Yeah. 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 Do that. And make mm-hmm. sure it's alive while you're out there. I mean, he's he's got this whole weekend at Bernie's thing going on with that tree, you know, <laughs> coming outside and putting. He doesn't think that we see the fans blowing the the leaves that he's glued onto onto that tree, but right. we see it, you know. Got yeah, of course you see. There's only one tree waving on a windless day. Oh mm-hmm. no, we're not doing that. So yeah, we're gonna leave it up to you, Amici. Okay, got great. This. We cut to Amici talking to John the next day. Hey, John. Um, yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to talk to you about, about the tree. Um, oh, man. Why do y'all yeah. stay on this damn tree, man? Fuck y'all do all day. What's up? I, I, you know, I'm a full-time HOA member. That's uh, <laughs> what, I, what I do now. That's your career. <laughs> yep. That's why, that's why I moved here. That's why I moved here. Um, Anywho, um, your tree's leaning over into my yard, and it's uh, 
touching my house. Okay. Um, and, and so I'm in violation because I have three and a half trees in, in my in my front yard, which is too much. I thought I thought the HOA saying is what happens in your yard is in your yard, right? So I mean, that's not the saying actually. What happens in your yard? That's it. <laughs> you're, you're adding words to it, which it's just, yeah, I mean, it, I, it just sounds like more should come. So I always just add that extra piece at the end, probably some mental notes. So. Well, what happens in your yard? All right, so that's it's in your yard. Yeah, it's actually in my yard. So mm -hmm. what are we gonna do about this? How are we, how are we gonna solve this? I don't know what I'm gonna do about it. What's in your yard? but my tree is stretching right now. Okay, and you know, since I can see it, it's right outside my bedroom window, the tree looks dead. It's not dead, it's stretching, dude. It's a difference, man. Maybe maybe it needs to come back up from a stretch, it's lost some blood circulation or something, but it's okay, trust that's, me. That's why your half of the tree uh, has these, um, these leaves that look like paper, these green leaves that look like paper, and my, my half is completely dead. Tell the truth. It's it, you know the tree's dead, right? Look, the tree. I couldn't get it to come back alive after the shock of the thunder and lightning and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, man, it's dead. It's really dead, man. But I just don't feel like I should dig it up you know like it's still attached to the ground and, you know it's kind of like pulling a hair out for no reason just because it turned gray right i don't want to pull it out just let it grow except for it's not going to grow it's just going to stay there you know yeah because that's what that's what it means when it's dead it's not going to grow anymore so well, here's my point though man i mean come on uh -huh. dude. you're in hoa full-time you know how ridiculous this is. If I want my tree to stay here, it's my property, right? Why do why does somebody care if it's leaning over into their property? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Look. It doesn't matter. Does it stop look, you from it, sleeping? It, it doesn't, listen, man. Listen, I, that's all listen, I'm saying. Listen, listen, listen what I'm saying. Look, we, we, we love trees in this neighborhood, right? We love trees in this neighborhood. I mean, yeah, y'all, y'all love some trees. Yeah, y'all yeah. love. Yeah, I, I got a good so, deal. Y'all love trees. Yeah, yeah I, I've, I've got, I've got three trees, and they're gonna be jealous if there's a fourth tree intruding into my life, and I give it attention instead of my trees. You understand how that works? I, I didn't know that trees were like that. I, mm -hmm. Maybe there should tree, be a group, like an HOA amongst the trees that keep the trees from getting jealous if one decides to grow bigger than the other, something like that. Kind of what it seems yeah. like oh, yeah. you guys are doing to me. We cut you to the tree HOA. <laughs> order, order, order. I know, I know that a crime has been committed. He will not lay our brother Woodward to rest. He just keeps painting things green and leaving him in the yard and not getting rid of him. That's disgusting. Barbarian. Painting a corpse. Ugh. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine? We live hundreds of years, mighty oaks, standing strong, never bending once. Never bending. But I will say, Woodward was over the required height of our agreed HOA, which runs the risk of being struck by lightning. <laughs> 
You couldn't you couldn't speak you couldn't speak any get get any sense into that tree, you know? There he is. Mm -hmm. I'm in the ground. I can grow. Who's to stop me? We tried to tell him, brothers. We tried and to find him so many times. Tried to find him so many times. Yeah. You gotta stop growing. <laughs> Wanna be the death of you? <laughs> Was it Sisyphus? That's the Sisyphus tree. Um, uh, uh, Icarus. Icarus, yeah. Icarus. Sisyphus, Sisyphus had to push the, the rock. Yeah, yeah he's the rock. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah, Benita, we can have burning sweet trees. Yeah. We need to find like what tree is like. Rhymes are in the same world as Bernie's. <laughs> and boom. That's a whole film right there. Um, no, my, my neighbors are serious about their trees. So, I, of course, you know, just like, you know, FOMO, right? If everyone's like talking about the trees and asking about the trees, you start noticing the trees. So now I walk around the neighborhood and I start going, man, that's a big ass tree. You know, is mine's bigger? I think it is. And I just keep walking. And even people come to me, you know, that's the biggest tree on the street. And I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> All right, thanks, you know. <laughs> thanks for the award. You know, if you're not going to give it an award, don't mention it, right? That's how I am. If you're not going to give me a legitimate award or something that's like I could use as a compliment, I can't use, I got the biggest tree on the street resume or anything like that. <clears throat> I don't care about trees like that. You know, but I love my tree. It's beautiful. It's just a little over the top. You heard it here, everybody. John loves his tree. You love it. That's good to know. It's good to oh, know. yeah, I love it. I'll name it. And if I love something, I'll name it. Uh, what do you call it? It's, I, I haven't decided between three names. So go by on three names. Oh, uh, How long have you been <laughs> deciding between these names? For about um a couple weeks since I got back from um Columbus. It's a big ass tree, man. So every time I see another tree, I'm like, nah, that name's that tree. <laughs> you need a different name. I walk around like Adam in the garden of Eden, pondering, what are the names? Tree. No, that's not right. That's stupid. <laughs> Who was he talking to when he was naming it? Was he talking to the animals that he named? All right, Badger. We gotta figure out what this happened. <laughs> His best friend's a badger. I love it. Out of all yeah. the animals in the garden. <laughs> all right, Badger. You ready to name some more stuff today? Yeah. And Badger's slow. He got left out the good book, though. <laughs> everybody, but you didn't mention everybody. Me. Didn't mention. I named everybody. The hell with Adam. The hell with him and all of his. Sinning and shit. Oh, <laughs> I told him not to do it. <laughs> I'm sure somebody in the garden, all those animals he named, somebody had to give him a. Come on, man. Hey, man, like, I wouldn't do that. The, yeah. It's <laughs> the serpent. Remember, you did not like naming the serpent because you didn't even like him. Are you listening to him? Damn it, man. You damned us all. <laughs> um, I what was it? Uh, it was some show. 
Supernatural I was watching. Um, and in one of the episodes of Supernatural, there was an angel who apparently fell asleep and let, you know, Satan in the garden, right? So the way they built the story was there was an actual angel who's responsible for making sure that no threats get into the garden. He paradise. He fell asleep like the monkey off Ace Ventura. So they had him in prison for like eternity. <laughs> like he was just sitting in jail. His one job that he was supposed to do, the thing he was created for, you know, he blew it. Now, his my in his defense, if I was his lawyer, like, come on, God, you knew this would happen, right? He had to. Why is he in prison? <laughs> that should not happen, right? Don't put him in prison for something that he was born to do. He was born to guard it and inevitably let evil in, right? That's what he was there for. Why'd you let him? Why do you? Right. Why right. do you even need to sleep? <laughs> why? Why do you even give him the ability to get tired? <laughs> you knew that that was yeah. the only way they could get by. Security guard. <laughs> Your Honor, I can't. <laughs> do we not see the whole? <laughs> This is liar because he should have got off for that. There was no way he was gonna, you know, gonna win a win a judge against his peers and the judge is God. God gave him the abilities like telling him that he sucked, right? You are the one that started this. That's not gonna happen. So he threw him into jail. And the supernatural, it was funny how they tried to connect it, but my thoughts were that's so ridiculous, man. <laughs> like, why would I? My child, like, I don't tell my child things as a pet peeve of mine. I don't tell my kid to do something I know she's going to fuck up. Like, take this, take all these glass plates into the kitchen. Don't you dare drop them. She's going to drop them, right? Why would I give her that task so that I can piss myself off if I know I'm going to be pissed off if she drops them, right? Mm -hmm. That's how I feel about the angel in the garden. It's like, you know this dude is going to try him, and he's going to try him on his weakest moment, and we all know what his weakest moment is, right? You want this to happen, dude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but why should throw him in jail? I don't get it. Punish him. Punish him for something you knew was going to happen. That's cold, man. Mm. Anyway, oh, next topic. Yeah. <laughs> next topic. I didn't want to lose this as I was getting off. Um, as we all know, the actor Michael K. Williams. Hopefully, I spoke that right. I did not. Let me get, put some respect on him. Hmm. Is, is your keyboard fighting back? Looks like you got. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right, come on, man. Come on, man. Oh, yeah, I know there him. Finally, from the role most people know him from The Wire, Omar. Fantastic, Omar. fantastic role. Omar. Fantastic. One of my favorite characters he on that show. In, look, he's absolutely my favorite yeah. uh, character. Um, he was in uh, Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country, yeah. He was in Boardwalk Empire, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, he was in a ton of wonderful roles. Um, apparently, they found him in his apartment. Um, 
they believe there were some drugs involved. Uh, I was sad to hear because I immediately when I heard it, like I thought to myself, and, it, and, and once I said it, I thought, how stupid. I was like, please don't let it be drugs, right? As if dying is has different levels to it. He's gone, right? Like, oh, please yeah. don't let it be that. Be fire or something. But my thoughts were like, I hope it was not something against his own self. That was what I meant. Like, what for this guy to go out, you know, with this dealing with this addiction problem, or some people speculate. To me, they hit close to home. Um, and when I did more research, I found out that he did have a drug problem that even manifested itself during The Wire, which was a very interesting based on the type of show The Wire was and how to deal with the subject matter and still have that kind of um, struggles. Uh, but I wanted to, one, do a moment of silence for him and also just kind of hear how you guys were impacted by him as well. So let's do a moment of silence first. Um, one, two, three. Okay. Uh, shout out to Michael. Uh, but yeah, how did you guys like? What was your impact with him? What was your any? What was your favorite film of his? What favorite line character? Uh, show him some love. Uh, but yeah, see Tom, what y'all think? Yeah, it's it's just been so much loss of life um recently not to diminish you know losing him but it's just it's it's so much and it's getting to be unbearable um especially when it's um uh, you know um such a great performer you know just a just an, the, the guy the guy knew his craft he's always a, a joy to watch um i didn't watch the wire I'm one of the few people so I'm, I, I don't have Game of Thrones. I don't my my resume doesn't include Game of Thrones, The Wire. I'm trying to think of all the big um, uh, Walking Dead. Um, what's the other one with uh, the guy who sold crystal meth? That one. So I never Breaking watched Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. I didn't watch any of those shows. Um, but uh, I did watch Lovecraft, and I thought he was superb in Lovecraft. Country. So yeah. uh, uh, yeah, shout out to Michael. Yeah, I'll say I'll say this. So I did watch The Wire. I, I, I enjoyed it a whole lot. And though, if I remember correctly, Wire was one of those shows where they would cast actual. Where did it take place? Maryland. Yeah, Baltimore. Right. Baltimore. right. Mm-hmm. Um, where they would cast actual Baltimoreans, like non-actors, in the show, and you know, seeing him play this character, right? And, and you look at him, he has like a huge scar on his head. He plays the character really well. I was like, man, what is this dude's history? Because he is killing it on this role. And then, you know, it turns out he's actually um, gay on the show as well, which like brought in a whole new element to him. Uh, so I was like, this guy is, this guy is phenomenal. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But that that's how I know him. Man, it's gotta have a code. Every time I, every time I think of him, I think of Omar's quote. Man, and how, how complex that character was, but he nailed it. Man, he he really performed it. So I agree with you on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was definitely like a super memorable character. Like, um, 
Yeah, this, and one of the characters in that show who um, you just kind of, you know, no matter what you felt, you had respect for, for him and, and the, the way he played it was uh, just, just so great. Um, yeah, and he, you know, he had done a bunch of other things recently too in the last few years. Um, but yeah, you know, he, he played a bunch of varied roles and he was always like wonderful, so. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Much <clears throat> Well, shout out to Michael K. Williams. If if anybody's still watching, uh, fans of Michael K. Williams, uh, put your favorite movie that you watched with him in it, or one of his favorite characters, just to show some love. Because um, we all we were all taken by that. And Tanya, you said it too, man. It's feel I felt like, man, like we've been losing a lot of entertainers recently. Um, young people. Young people, yeah, yeah, people, yeah, you know, almost not quite 50, just after 50. That's he wasn't super fly, <laughs> he wasn't super fly. I forgot he was a super fly, he was good at super fly, too. Mm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the rappers, like, I'm always like, man, every time a rapper gets killed, I'm like, oh my goodness, man. Um it's not that I think it's, you know, like, oh, I, I, like, even if I listen to the music and I'm like, well, he talked a lot about rap killing people, it still loses his life, man. This kid or this person has lost their life and you can't ever get that back. We'll never get any more music from that person. We'll never get any more um, projects from a Michael K. Williams, you know, like that's what hurts, right? Is <clears throat> Um, so it saddens me to see like that nowadays, like it's almost like every month, you know, a new entertainer, mm -hmm. and then when you got the Ooh. pandemic on top of it, yeah, you know, you never know what you're going to be at the end of that airline either. So it's crazy mm -hmm. to think about, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, um The man, Tan, if you if you've never seen The Wire, oh my goodness, man! <laughs> Speaking of The Wire, I got—I mean, it, it's such a good show, man. It's well, extremely well written and easy to follow for what the content is, man. It's and it was one of the only shows. Not even Breaking Bad did this to me, right? There's only two shows that actually made me stop and like go. I need to like process what I just watched and it was a wire and I mean just the, especially the season with the schools man that one was one of the most hard to sit through like you know even though I enjoyed it it was hard to process uh television I've ever watched outside of like when they see us that was the only other show I've ever seen where I was like I could have sat through a horror movie and it wouldn't have scared me like this. <laughs> like this and he was in when they see us. He was in when they see us too. And he was in when they see us as well. He was yeah. a father and he killed that bro because, oh my God, that was such a horrible like experience to kind of connect to. But man, you got to see The Wire. Um, they how many, how many the wire. seasons? They how many seasons? Five. You don't really need to see the fifth one. 
Okay. Which I think is the good because that's the one I <laughs> I fell off on. I need to. That was the most. <laughs> that was terrible. It was a reason. It was ass, but that one. But the one with the man. Oh, the kids came true. in on season four, I believe. Four, man. That was a hardest season for me. Like anything with children, especially I was working in schools and seeing it captured like that. Like when you're working in the school district, there's stories like that you hear all the time. Watching it just connected in a very visual way and, and with all the context was like, oh, it was crazy. You got to watch it. It's, it's not um, it's a still enjoyable thing to watch. I just thought that one to me was hard for me seeing how those kids ended up where they ended up. And how that all kind of fits into the cycle of what's going on in that area, right? It, it was, it was deep, man. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But on a lighter note, next topic. <laughs> yeah, ivermectin. All right, John. So break it down for me, because I'm out of the loop on the whole ivermectin debacle. I've heard some stuff about dewormers and whether or not you're actually getting rid of worms or like your stomach lining or something. So, yeah. So, that's all I know. Ivermectin is an anti parasite. This is according to Google, right? Looking at Google's definitions. Um, It can treat infections caused by roundworms, threadworms, and other parasites. Uh, Notice that was the only thing that was. Um, there. It also says if you're pregnant, you should consult your doctor if you're going to take that. And it also says you should avoid alcohol if you're taking ivermectin. Now, <clears throat> why that is a topic for our conversation is um, Americans, some Americans have been using ivermectin to combat symptoms of COVID-19, COVID-19, COVID-20, whatever. Um, this drug has not been cleared, uh, including the manufacturers, on using it as a like something to treat COVID. But yet, there's this like building um, group of individuals who have been using it. Even people like Joe Rogan, who has caught COVID, and used it with supplements and with other supplements to go with it as well. <clears throat> not the vaccine, though, right? Mm-hmm. That right. So, to me, what I thought was interesting was, ivermectin wasn't something that anyone has treated COVID with before. And from my understanding, it's being tested on those symptoms now. Nothing has been approved, but yet there have been people who have overdosed from using it. Um, in the animal quantity level of the drug. So it is something that could be treated for humans, but they also use certain levels and dosage for horses and dogs and people have been using high levels of it to combat COVID, dying and overdosing on the drug. Um, and like I said, even notable people are like, yeah, they're using it, they're using it, using it. I think it's ridiculous, man. And I'm not saying this to anybody who's using it, just listening. I, my thing is, if, you, if you're using it, but you have the vaccine, it's still ridiculous, but whatever. You can do whatever you want, fundamentally, to your body. If you haven't gotten the vaccine and you're using it, I need to hear some of the logic. 
and I might look at you like you're ridiculous, you know, and I'm being nice when I say that. Um, but <laughs> that's essentially what's been going on, this whole situation that people are using this drug that's not approved for it. And even more so, there's a family who is taking it to the judge level to get, because um, they're, let's say they're 74 year old father, grandfather. Grandfather. Is, is that significant to you, Tandy? No, no, that's what I was talking about before. That no, that's I was like, okay, he pulled up the, the, the info on it. Go ahead, read, John. Yeah, yeah, read. Yeah, 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 yeah. So says um hold on, let me pull back my screen just just moved. <laughs> but a 74-year-old man died um <clears throat> recently. I think he died on Monday after a month-long battle with COVID-19. Mm. And his family filed a lawsuit over being being able to use the drug ivermectin to treat his condition. And the judge ruled in their favor. Now, the issue was the doctor from the hospital originally said that they would not give him that drug because there was no evidence, essentially, that it would help him fight COVID. But what's interesting is the judge approved it, right? That doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense. I agree. I agree. It doesn't make sense. First off, uh, this is Texas too, by the way. This is Texas. Yeah, of course, of course. Can't they go to another doctor? I don't know how that works. I don't know what John. No, he was in the hospital. You can't just uh, switch around. You can't fire your doctor. I mean, uh, let me see. Um, They could probably switch you to another doctor in the hospital. However, I doubt that whatever hospital that was. They were going to find a physician who'd be willing to treat that patient. What I and isn't that weird that none of the doctors want to give them this thing? <laughs> no, yeah, but it's also like why? Why does a judge outrank a that's doctor? That's the second thing. What medical, medical background? Yes. Yeah, right. Right. yeah, at all. Because in Texas, that's how they run it, right? Like we've seen Texas states and even some southern states put the judge in, basically give him a, a medical degree and allows them to make these scientific decisions, right? These, uh, the, that, most of these decisions go through rigorous medical examination. I'll give you an example for those who are watching who, who don't understand what doctors do. So my wife who battled cancer, right? In order for us to go into, let's say, have a pregnancy, right? To see if a pregnancy was okay. A team of doctors, hundreds of MD Anderson doctors. MD Anderson is like the Michael Jordan that kills cancer, by the way, right? Even hundreds of them had to sit and review my wife's case to get the most accurate medical like opinion, right? Imagine if a hundred judges had to decide on whether my wife was supposed to have a kid or not, right? What relevant information are they going to use <laughs> that's going to be make the most legitimate decision right now i just feel like it's things become so politicized man that there's no way that a judge should make that decision exactly. in any circumstance and there's a hundred things that we can yeah. we can actually put and switch COVID out and, and and see if that actually will make sense and it doesn't man not not for every case but there's just a war. There's just a war between between politics 
and science right now. This is just a flat out war. There's no, yeah. there's no so, scientific <laughs> background that a judge needs to have. Here's what's funny. Here's what's funny about that, right? I used to get in arguments with people who blame religion for all of the world's problems. Oh, religion, we got rid of religion. The world would be this, the world would be better. People would stop being racist. People would stop killing people. People would stop being evil. And I would say the problem with that logic is the bigger equation is the human that's involved in that problem. So now you switch religion out and we have politics. Politics going against science. My point is, yes, we have so much dissonance in this country, possibly even globally, that it doesn't matter if it's politics, it could be, you know, tall versus short people are, you know, tall people aren't taking. We we find every way to do what we want to do if people give us the room to do it, right? Especially if you have a system that you can go around or use to make what your personal truth is or the thing that you want to be real now be something people have to live by, right? And that's crazy, right? There's a difference between like what's factual and things that what people have to live by. And that's insane. Can you imagine like as if, as an asthma patient, I'm an asthma, I'm an asthmatic, I have asthma my whole life. Imagine if the doctor said, you know, John, all these inhalers we've been using, we're actually doing tests to use dewormer. If you take the dewormer, it's a good chance that this asthma attack, when you have it, it'll help the asthma attack, right? Like that's insane. But that, but if you do that as a judge, then you could possibly get to the point where now politics are pushing a doctor to start giving out whatever, right? I remember when Michi said before the conversation, right? When do we tell the doctors? <laughs> like, when was, what does it change when you are actually telling the doctor, I want this? Cut my heart open right now and do this ventricle. Don't do the other two. I just want this one done. Three a block though. I get it. Just clean one because I don't. I don't trust the other two. I don't know if you're telling the truth. Now, now I'm going to jump in on that because I think there's a bit of a caveat here, at least in my opinion. Yes, the doctor has the experience, the knowledge. They went to school. However, some the choices that they recommend are not always the most, this is going to sound weird, in my opinion, not always the most healthy for their patients, right? Uh, some of these medications can be so harsh on you, the side effects, yada, yada, right? Yeah. I think being able to have background and have a conversation with a doctor about why they're recommending something to you, what is it? supposed to do? When do you see the results? Can you break down how that works in the body? If you can get to that point and have some sort of background on yourself to have that conversation instead of just trusting them, I think you may find there are other options sometimes that you're not aware of. Absolutely. You can always get an opinion. I've never had a doctor, you know, say, I'm not going to give you don't come back here if you don't take my advice. I've never had him say that, right? Uh, we, we, we cut to a restaurant where um, Tandy's sitting down to eat her meal. Okay, ma'am, um, I know you ordered the steak, um, but I actually, went, I actually went ahead and brought you out the chicken. Um, I talked to, uh, we, we have a, a, a judge and a doctor on staff and I talked to them and they, they decided that this would be a better choice for you. 
I, I, that unusual. Um, but mm -hmm. I I don't want to eat chicken. I've had chicken every night this week. Right. Today's Friday. Today's steak night. I usually try to have a steak uh -huh. every Friday. And uh, I just want my steak, man. Um, okay, yeah, great. You know, I went to the kitchen. I, I put the yoder in and the judge and the doctor, they conferred, um, as they do for every meal that's eaten here. And they said every that meal? Um, every meal, yeah, they, we have, a, we have uh, a team of, of uh, judges and doctors on staff. And they said, um, this, this, is, this is what you need to have. This is what you should have today. So got you the, the, uh, the roasted chicken with uh, some uh, seasonal vegetables. Oh, wow. Um, which we, yeah. Oh, excuse me, excuse what? me, ma'am. Are you the owner of the white Camry outside? Yes, yes, that's okay. Okay, um, you just got towed. Um, I know that, I know we valeted your car, but the doctors yeah. recommended us to move the car to a different location. It was quite hazardous for us walking in the dark place. Um, so it got towed. Um, I just want to let you oh know that. God. Here's your uh, ticket. And the, the doctors and the judges decided on where my car goes to. Well, for okay. the staff, they, they just wanted to make sure that we were safe when we're All parking right. the cars in the area that's not well lit. So they made an executive decision and, you know, and they, we had to move it. Mm -hmm. Y'all need to put this on the menu, on the door or something that your choices will be vetoed by a doctor and a, and a, and a judge if they disagree with them. Because I don't think a lot of people know that that can happen when they come to this restaurant. That you can think that you're in control of some things, you follow rules, you follow the process, and then it's overridden. Okay, I'm sorry, one second. Uh, hold on, okay. I'm sorry to talk to me for my, for my earpiece. They say you need to calm down a little bit, that you get your, you're gonna, your, you're gonna agitate, your blood pressure's gonna get high, and they don't want that happening to you. So they want to think of like puppies or you know something nice and soft. Um, they want me. Yeah, they want to yes. control how I think. No, ma'am. They to... just don't want you to get too excited. If they get too excited, the nurses will come and take you to the back and and, and actually start to uh, get you, you know, hooked up to some IVs. Are you kidding yeah. me? Are you? Yeah. We, don't, we, we get don't to a lawyer's office. <laughs> oh yeah, I think you have a rock solid case here. This is this Thank is appalling you. stuff. You're saying that the nurses took you to the back, hooked you up to a blood pressure machine, yes. and made you I squeeze a ball. Yeah. And I signed nothing. I I did not give them authorization to do anything. Mm, 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 mm. I'll tell you, this country is going to hell in a handbasket. That yes, was steak is. night for you, was it steak not? Steak night. One night a week, that's all I have. One night. You earned that in America. You earned yes. that. I don't yeah. know. Mm. Yeah, we're we going to take this to the top. Thank this is a God. great case you got here. Now, now tell me about this car that you lost. All right, Tell me about the car. Yeah, yeah. My white Camry. So mm -hmm. I went to the valet, he mm -hmm. it for me, and about 15 minutes later, he comes to the restaurant and says that the judges and the, the doctors told him to move it because it was a hazard to the people who worked there, but they're the ones who parked it there in the first place. And what's the story behind the car? Where'd you get it from? Was it handed down or what, what, what happened? No, it was just a, a purchase that I made. Um, okay, well, when we go to court, you, you received it from your, your mom, all right? Huh? Your mom worked after hours, two jobs to get you that car so you can get to work to get the money to get that steak night. Why? You hear me? No, that, why would I say that? That's not true. I gotta put me under oath. Oh, your case is looking a little less rock solid right now based on what you're telling me. I thought you were gonna fight this. I thought you wanted to take this to the top. I'm with you. I do. 
I want to fight it. You're the best. I, I, I can't. I need you to tell the truth. You know what I mean? The truth. Come on, man. Don't make me perjure myself. Just to... Who said the P word? I nobody, nobody in this office said the P word. All right. I'm gonna get this court date scheduled. You're gonna go on the stand. You're gonna tell your story. I'm gonna tell the story because I, I want these guys stopped. I want to be able to, but I want everybody to be able to go to a restaurant and eat what they want to eat. Exactly. That's the American way. That's the America that people died for. Go yes. to a restaurant, order some, and get that on your plate. Right, and not be subjected to some medical treatment in the back next to the to the dishwashers. Now, be honest with me, you know, lawyer and all. How is your heart? That, I guess it's, if I there's guess any complications, hard. I need to know about that. No, That's right. No, That's right. There's no complications. No. Hold up. Are you being honest? What is going on here? I'm okay, Mr. Lewis. I, I'm. 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 We cut to the courtroom. <laughs> well, after reviewing all of the, the evidence, it looks like. Ms. Tandy, you do suffer from some early onset of diabetes and some pre-heart failure. Now, Your um, Honor, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. I, I definitely did well, not hear this from my client who told me that she was in perfect health. Well, uh, when I checked the records, the, the di diagnostic records from the restaurant that uh, this gentleman here just handed me, it shows a, a complete diagnostic from head to toe on Miss Tandaway here, and it shows that um, they saved her from potentially dying right there that night from a heart attack if she would have ate one bite of that steak. Now, now, Your Honor, I'm willing to side with my client over some dumb piece of paper. What we have right here, we have a steak actually right over here, medium rare side of mashed potatoes. We're going to bring it out. My client is going to eat it right here in this courtroom, and we're going to see what happens. We're going to see her enjoy her meal and walk out a healthy woman. Tandy, if you have a heart attack, you will be uh, <laughs> arrested and fined and have to pay the court cost of this here restaurant. Do you understand? We, we will take it off with them first, just, just so you know. <laughs> but we'll we'll uh, arrest you later. Do you okay. understand that before you take a bite out of here? You can and will be arrested as soon as you are resuscitated from your heart attack. A waiter is it brought it out. It's on a very nice plate. It's smoking. The whole courtroom smells. It smells good. Steak knife right next to it. Juice is sort of running. There's butter on top that's now, perfectly I, I melted. I see there's some garlic butter sitting on top. That's got to be about 300 grams of sodium right there. Are you sure you want to eat we like anything to drink as well. I want the freedom to have a steak, but you're saying that they ran a full diagnostic on me just that little, that one complete blood. diagnostic head to toe. Now you're in perfect health, right? You're not gonna have a heart attack, right? Remember, you will have to pay all court costs and fines of the defendant here. I mean, the, the prosecuting team here. Oh, sure call. This is something your lawyer requested. I'm just trying to make sure my court is here and able to get down to justice. 
Are you going to suck on some of that garlic butter on this here steak and hope your heart don't give out like an 87 Chrysler? <laughs> or are you going to just go ahead and settle this out of court and pay that bill and the medical bill you owe that restaurant? $15,000, by the way. And, ju and, just and just before she takes a bite, uh, a guy bursts into the courtroom and runs up to the judge. Uh, uh, judge, judge, hey, hear from the court HOA. Hear from the court HOA. Your gavel's too big. It's, it's a, uh, yeah, it's, it's too big according to our regulations. You need to get a smaller gavel. Get a smaller gavel? Get a smaller gavel right now, or we're going to have to shut this whole court down. What son? What jurisdiction does the HOA have? When did it go outside of neighborhoods and now to the U.S. government? Is our country going to hell in a hot basket? <laughs> Actually, uh, Judge, um, sorry, um, the court was rezoned in, into the, um, the the Sunny Valley. Yeah. God damn it! The professional HOA member. He's been doing it all his life. He'll know. Yeah, is that true, Bailiff? Are we in the wrong zone and district? Because if so, we got to throw this whole court case out and get me a smaller gavel. And <laughs> see. <laughs> hey, man, I'm HOA. It's like TSA for like the neighborhood. Like, that's what's going to end up becoming is you're going to have to like drive through them. And then walk through with your hands up just to get into your neighborhood. <laughs> That's terrible, man. No. Can we learn anything from 9-11 about fear? Because we should not respond to it with unclear like strategy, right? We just throw shit at the wall, man. Like the TSA, we that have to we have to be wasting like Billions of dollars. Well, I'm not gonna say that because I don't. I fuck with the TFA. Sorry, TSA. I like y'all. Let's be real. Let's be real. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Not the U.S. Postal Service, right? We didn't. You could carry our mail and personal information and dump it if you want, right? But the HOA and TSA, man, I feel like they got some like legendary power man <laughs> like just like legendary i literally watched a lady cuss somebody out in the airport i remember thinking like i feel like tsa i don't look at them like going to the airport as a part of the government they kind of blend in with the air with the airport right so it should kind of mm -hmm. be like customer service people spend a shit ton of money to try to make a flight have all these things going on and these ladies were like just going in on it. You should have got here on time. I ain't got time for this. I'm like, dude, you are handling people that spend at least. Oh, like, the TSA person was cussing somebody out. Yes. They were oh. like, and I mean, they were already like, like aggressive. Like, you know, like I'm always, I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm like, I know what it is. Let's just, whatever. If he, if someone says something crazy to me in public, I just, I just look at him like, like I'm like stupid. I just like, oh okay. I don't give him no attention. I'm not gonna go in that. But this person like was like, I just I just asked, should I get this or that? And the person was like, I don't care what you asked for. It's too early. You nobody's listening. Get to the back. Get to the back. Jesus. I'm like, 
What? You said I got here on time anyway. That shouldn't be something. They need to go through customer service training. You ain't got to be an asshole to everybody to find <laughs> maybe one part. And how good are they at finding shit? You know, like if they were like, dude, the TSA, nobody's getting through the TSA who's doing anything illegal. You would kind of respect them. You'd be like, damn, like they are serious. Kind of like state troopers, right? Like nobody goes at a state trooper. They're there to bust your ass if they pull you over. And they have a high rate level of doing it. They just arrest anybody that looks suspicious. They'll get everybody who's suspicious. If that makes any sense. <laughs> the TSA. What are the numbers, man, for y'all to be going that hard? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It just makes me think of, and it wasn't nearly to the degree of what you saw, but uh, recently when we are going to the airport on the way back from a trip, and my wife, she brought uh, a jar of peanut butter, and she checked it on the way there for our son um, to to have snacks. And on the way back, uh, it was in her carry-on, and she didn't realize. And so when she got taken to the side, and goes, "Oh, you can't have this; it's you know, spreadable, whatever." Right? And that's, it's all well and good. And then <laughs> then I saw him just like slam dunk it into the trash can. That just seemed <laughs> unnecessary to me. <laughs> like, in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Your kid's peanut butter. There it goes. Yep, it's yep. Three points. <laughs> oh, kid's sad. Or like a four hundred dollar bottle of cologne. Oh, oh, oh. Somebody's playing defense with him. He shoots it over. You can't say shit, man. You can't say anything. It's like the Stanley. Was it the the Stanley Milgram prison experiment? You give people power and enforce the power and authority on them, they will go potentially overboard as long as they feel like the authority will allow them go overboard, right? Like they, we saw that psychology. It happens, man. I feel like it happens with cops, TSA for sure. Um, security, not so much. Like security guys are like, they know they roll. Like security guys will tell you, like, I'm not the cops. You need to go call the cops. <laughs> like, you know, that's cool, right? We know what they are, but TSA names. Man, crazy. Next topic before I go on a tangent, because I will do that. Um, we had another, um, we talked about entertainers passing. We had a, uh, an ex footballer by the name of, um, is it John or Gene? I mean, is it Gene Pierre Adams or John? Uh, Jean-Pierre Adams. Yeah, yeah Jean-Pierre Adams. Um, international, he's a former France, an international footballer, died at the age of 73. Um, what's interesting about this case is that he was in a coma for 39 years, or the last 39 years of his life. And <clears throat> that coma was uh, brought on by a surgery that happened that was supposed to be just a routine operation on the tendon of his knee. If you've ever played football or, or soccer, ACLs, patella tendons, quads, you do a lot of running. So this is something that's very common, most likely for most high athletes. Um, and an anesthesiologist that was going to perform the surgery for him was looking for, looking after about eight patients and was a, potentially overwhelmed 
And that's what kind of uh, her mishap sent him into a coma. Um, yeah, so I thought it was a very interesting but, yeah. story. But what was what was uh, also important was that they were the did you say the the medical the hospital the medical staff were on strike, and so they still went ahead with the surgery anyway, as opposed to saying, "Hey, you know what? We don't have enough uh, people here." This, this is, I mean, it's important, but let's just hold off until we can get the right number of people here. Right. They didn't, just right. kept going. Just right. kept going. And, and, and from what the article says, um, it says like he, basically during the surgery, he was like poorly set up. So while <clears throat> he was under, there was tubes blocking some of the pathways to his lungs. Um, starving him from oxygen, sending him mm. to a cardiac arrest. That's what essentially um, started the coma. But to me, man, 39 years in a coma seemed kind of like, seemed odd to me, to be honest. Like, I don't know, I, I couldn't, I don't know much about his wife and the family situation. I know there was probably ongoing lawsuits and uh, I can only imagine how that lawsuit could, you know, what the what his wife was experiencing, what his kids were experiencing. But 39 years, man, I was talking to my wife. It's like, man, how long would you let me stay on a coma? She heard, you know, answer straight up, not 39 years. I wouldn't last 39 years like that. Well, uh, um, his wife was still going to visit him every day. She still yeah, did. Well, I, that, that's what I said. No, like, I, think, was, I think he was home, right? Oh, he was somewhere else. He wasn't in the ho that hospital yeah. anymore. Yeah, I felt yeah. I felt like I read he was home, or he was probably somewhere else. It, well, no, he yeah. was in a coma. He was probably like a skilled nursing facility or something where they're mm -hmm. still able to um, monitor. But him. she would visit him. Yeah, and, every day. yeah, and that is pretty noble. It's pretty noble, right? Like that's a to death do us part. Um, bot surgery, athlete, super yeah. athlete. You know, you're not expecting to go in fix your knee the kneecap and come out with a heart attack and, well they and, said the um his the uh uh anesthesiologist assistant was monitoring that patient uh, uh, monitoring uh jean-pierre adams and like i think they said in the case uh when it was brought to trial because they were um punished but it was a very short sentence i don't even know if they did jail time but anyway he said oh i should not have been in that type of situation i should not have been set up to, to take care of him. You know, in nursing, not that you all know or care, but we have um, <laughs> what's called safe harbor. I'm serious. Because if you find that you're in a medical situation where your duty to your patient is compromised by whatever's going on, then you can um, uh, submit uh, paperwork for what's called safe harbor, which protects your license. And, you know, at some point also protects you from any um, action that may happen because you're being put in this situation. And usually when you say safe harbor, then the whole place stops and they're like, okay, hold, okay, 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 okay. And what's going on? What, what yeah. do we need to do while we, whatever? But it sounds it's like- sort of like time out? Well, no, it doesn't More like stop action, but it protects your license. It says okay. that you are, put, you are asking me to perform a duty in an unsafe way, uh, in an unsafe condition, whatever it is. And this, you know, um, compromises my duty to my patient. And so when you uh, invoke safe harbor, usually what happens is 
you know, like the nurse supervisor, the house supervisor, everybody comes in like, okay, 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 what's going on? What's wrong? And then they try to rectify what's happening or maybe make some other decision. But I guess anesthesiologists don't necessarily have that. I don't know. But it just sounds to me like something that you, you shouldn't continue doing if you know you're in unsafe condition. It's just that's you that's said it's it. called safe harbor. Safe harbor. We could you know a uh, meeting. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to do no scene about Saber. Hey, um, <laughs> since we have been done that Safe Harbor training, we've noticed that a lot more nurses have been using. And I wanted to kind of see you in your wings, the nurses that report to you. Um, what are some of the excuses that you think we should be accepting versus the ones that we should not be accepting? Give me some examples. Let's talk through this um, because I think we still have to keep safe harbor, right? We, we it works. We have to keep it. It has. We got to definitely keep it, but we, we definitely to. need to focus on the understanding for our nurses, right? We're, we're getting a lot of people, you know, saying a bunch of stuff. So just tell me what's going on, so I can just make sure we have this safety of the hospital and the people that work for us yeah. under. Mm -hmm. you know. I have a uh, uh, well. This is just an example. So I got one request for safe harbor in the um, uh, neuro ICU, where typically the nurses have um, one to two patients max that they're covering, but we had an overabundance of neuro ICU patients. And so um, they were asking nurses to take three and four patients each. And so they submitted to safe harbor. And I thought that that was legit because you know they definitely couldn't uh, do what needed to be done in that ICU. But on the other hand, I got a safe harbor request from down in uh, on the 14th floor where they're complaining because the corn chips in the vending machine down there aren't <laughs> brand name, that we switch brands and they don't like that new brand. And so they didn't want to work under those conditions. And I was like, okay, that's not it. That's not it. I've been getting a lot of feedback about those Costco chips um, I don't we think it's worth so the money, money that we save. I really don't think it's worth it. Some people like Lay's, okay? I don't like the, there's a difference between how much salt is on the Lay's chip and in a, and, and a Costco chip. That's just my preference. But I, I get what you're saying. I get what hey, you're sorry, saying. Uh, knock, knock. Um, sorry, Tandy, um, uh, um, do you know if they got that uh, the, the chip thing sorted out yet? Because um, no. I thought we'll go back you know, to the brand name chip. I, I don't want to follow another safe harbor. Um, I've got six boxes of Costco chips in there. I'm not going to just sit there with boxes. We're going to put them in the vending machines. And when they're running out, when, when we run out, we'll we'll switch back to Lay's. But come on, guys, I just spent. Hey, knock, our, knock, our, knock, our knock. Hey, hey yeah. Uh, down the 14th floor. Oh, hey, me too. Yeah. Everything's hey, come to man. a standstill waiting for this chip thing to get sorted mm -hmm. out. Uh, someone called Safe Harbor. So, you know, it's basically yeah. the same as timeout. And this is cool. The patients support you? How do you know? Mm -hmm. How do you know? How do you know that the patients support you? Well, I mean, you know, um, most of them are getting ready for surgery, so they're, um, you know, out unconscious. But, you know, the, the ones who aren't. Um, you, have, you have unconscious patients down there ready for surgery, and you're up here asking me about chips? Well, can you? Exactly. Let's sort this out. Let's sort no. this out. Let's get the... Yes, yes. This is a perfect example, Tender. Let's, let's, let's all get this smokehouse. Let's figure out how we're going to solve this problem because we got to be memorial, right? We can't can't keep following the memorial. 
Mm-hmm. Let's, let's figure this Look, out, Tammy. That their whole partnership with the Oreo Lays people. So what? Okay, that's great. Good My cousin works there. I can get us a we're, good deal. We're nurses. We're our duty is to patients, patient safety, patient care. That's our focus. Nurses. So you're I telling me. I mean, am I crazy? Are you telling me that you wouldn't save a patient's life by just getting them the Lay's chips that we're all asking for? I didn't think that was a big ask. But, you know, day after day, it was unbranded chips, and I started to feel like we need some safe harbor up in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know about you all, but... I'm, the, I'm not going to even make the decision, okay? I'm submitting <gasps> all of your names. I'm, I'm submitting your names to the to the, the state board of nursing. We're taking it up to the board. You guys let the board decide if this is a fair uh, uh, use of safe harbor. That can't happen today, Tandy. We have people getting ready for surgery. We need a solution right now. That's why we pay you the money, all right? We could so uh... tell we cut the Tandy meeting with her rep. Looks like you got a solid case here. Um, based on what you're telling me, you know, you've been stacking these Costco boxes for days and days. You got yes. six of you were looking to feed for your nurses and save money for the hospital. Yes. The hospital put me on budget. That's exactly in America. In America, you abide by a budget. You can't just yeah. go around buying Oreos and lace. We, we cut to the this. we cut to the court. All right, now, Tandy. It sounds like you are willing to have one of the patients come out here and test how well our nurses can perform their task eating a regular generic chip versus a Lay's chip that has a tad more extra sodium and salt on it than a regular <laughs> than a regular Costco chip. <laughs> Um, Your Honor, I know that I, the uh, the defense uh, is <laughs> we have defenses in this court, right? I know that the defense is claiming that the extra sodium helps keep the nurses alert during their operation, but I don't believe any sort of indication that that has been proven. I don't abide by a piece of paper. I abide by America, and a client will agree. <laughs> well, uh, the hospital that they all work for <clears throat> Luckily, submitted me some diagnostics on all of the nurses on that day who had surgery, and it looked like their blood sugar was quite low, and they had very thin, very very uh, thin blood, and somewhat dehydrated. And we found that um, it, with a tad bit more sodium in your diet, it allows to keep a lot more hydration. These are what the notes that have been submitted to me by my bailiff. Okay. Um, that's so, what my mom used to always say. So, we're <laughs> in the hospital. They could have had that done there. What are they doing? Just now, Tandy. I have right here a letter from the board that holds your license, saying that they are fully committed to your decision, whatever that is, as long as you are right. If you are wrong. You must pay the HOA fees of this courtroom and all of the other. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> and, scene. <laughs> and, and that is the can't tell us nothing show, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. 
Shout out to the people in the chat. Benita, Cicely, <laughs> Miss Nom Nomer. I'm talking yeah, about Miss Nom Nomer. I love it. Miranda. <laughs> TSA's on some gangster shit. Uh, <laughs> and any, anyone else? You get a shirt like that, Miranda, and say TSA on some gangster shit and walk to the airport. <laughs> But DJ Comfy, get them tunes ready. Everybody, pay your HOA fees and uh, read your bylaws. <laughs> We're out. See you next trees. Tuesday. What was that? Take care of your trees. Take care of your trees. Yeah. And watch the wire if you have watch the wire. Watch the wire. Yeah. Watch the wire. Oh. Yow.